All right, you got the So Baseball podcast for Monday, October 26th. This is the World Series preview. Um, we're going to talk to all our guys in a minute here. And then stay tuned after the group chat for the deep dive with me and Kevin about the Dodgers pitching mishaps in the month of October. We go through every game, game by game. I'll post the the chart that Kevin sent me onto so-baseball.com so that everybody can see it. Um, it's, it's pretty impressive. Um, and we go through what the Dodgers did right and wrong. Mostly, they screwed up. Okay, enjoy the show. Hello. What's going on, buddy? Hey. Hey, how are you? It's sunny after a day of torrential downpour. It's not sunny here. We got we got the downpour today. Oh, really? Oh, wow. Oh, yeah, big time. Yeah, it rained all day yesterday, literally. You'll never guess where I am. In the closet. Yeah, but but a, a specific closet. Janitorial closet. No, no. Think back to our days. Think oh. back to our days of uh, PA. Boot back closet. No. Snack Ross closet. Ross, what's your 20? You're in the baby changing room. <laughs> close. Close. Crab service. <clears throat> you were close with baby. Oh, really? You're in the diaper diaper room? No. But you're getting warmer. Uh, you're in the confessional? I'm in the nursing closet. Oh, the nursing. Well, that's, that's what I was going to say. Every <laughs> Sasha knows. Sasha's worked in an office. Yeah. I, I made the mistake of going into one of the conference rooms, and when I sat down to attend a meeting, I realized that it was the nursing room. I'm just like, I need to get out of here right now. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm in the nursing room. It's a good place when you need wipes. Yeah. All right. I think we only have Sasha for 13 minutes, so let's, yeah. uh, let's stop jerking around. And tell, Sasha, tell us what you thought uh, slipped up the Red Sox and – and then give us your, your prediction on the World Series. Um, well, the Red Sox are kind of uh, Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde. Dr. Jekyll being a freaking team that is monsters. They're monsters. They hit well. They, they rack up like just tons of wins. And then this is something that happened during the season. It's not completely unexpected, but for just days on end, all of a sudden they can't hit and their pitching sucks. And it happened, unfortunately, during the um, ALCS. And, um, you know, it, it, I was pretty shocked at, at the, the, the level of performance that it just went, it was unbelievable how it just went to just over excelling to just not being able to hit at all, especially with men in, in, in scoring position. So, right. Uh, you know, I, I'm probably pretty philosophical about this. And of course, when I mentioned this to other groups of friends, they said, well, that's how losers talk. <laughs> who are these friends? What other friends? Uh, my Giants friends who are, you know, also know that I'm a Red Sox fan. And mm. uh, I, you know, I, yeah, it, it is. You have to, you have to kind of, you know, it is loser talk. But the loser talk is, is that this team went way beyond expectations. Sure of making it to the playoffs, but then also making it to the ALCS. So there's a lot of good stuff going on there, but there's definitely um, different players or additional players needed on that team who 
are just going to be able to pick up the slack when the rest of the team is not performing. Right. And that's the difference. If you look at the teams that won, Houston's got like three of them. Atlanta has, has one of them. <laughs> yeah. Dodgers have one of them. And you know what I mean? So just despite the team like sucking, like during specific games in the off season, there's always one player who's just like, yeah, this is not going to happen. Like we're, we're going to still like win this. And if I have to put the team on my back, so be it. We just didn't have that player this year. Well, you had Kike, but he could only do so much. He can only do so much. Right. It just like, and, and the whole adage is like, be like Kike. Like usually when that happens, it rubs off on the rest of the team. And it, it, it didn't really do that, right? All of a sudden, just everyone went cold, including Kike. And I think to the Houston Astros credit, they made a lot of adjustments based off of those two games. Because like with Kike being the most dramatic, they started pitching him inside. He's just like, well, if you're gonna inch into the, into the batter's box, to make sure you're getting better coverage, we're not going to give you anything outside of the play. We're just going to right. start pitching you in. And it totally worked. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. And the Red Sox never made the adjustments that, that the Houston Astros made. And that was the difference maker. Yeah. I mean, for the bats to go that cold, like like our boy Dave Rapallo was like one run in the last 25 innings, three, three runs in the last three games. I mean, the Astros figured something out. Right. Exactly. Let's welcome in my brother. I heard another chime. Daver, how you doing? I'm great. How are you guys doing? We're good. I'm, I'm really good. sorry to be doing this under such chaotic circumstances. I'm actually at my office preparing for an arbitration tomorrow. So I'm, I'm the problem. I'm the bottleneck, so to speak. I'm here in the nursing room. No one's here nursing. They can't nurse. You've got uh, nothing to here. apologize for. You're the soul of this podcast. You you give what you can give, and not a little bit more, and that's fine. Yeah. Um, let me Did throw you in have an interesting a... tidbit. I'll throw in a yeah, tidbit. Yeah, throw it in. Here's here's how the Boston Red Sox feel. Okay, we didn't make it to the World Series, but at least we got rid of the Yankees. So we love that. We feel good about that, and that's a win for us. Same goes for the Dodgers. We didn't go to the World Series, but we knocked out the Giants. You know. Yeah. So here's yeah. two teams. Both successful franchises won it all fairly recently. And this year they did something good. They squashed their main rival in the playoffs. Yep. I think they can probably look into the offseason and go, you know what? That's not so bad. Well said. Interesting take. Yeah. Absolutely. Kevin, your take on that take. My take is that I think Dave is the Tony Robbins of this podcast. But um, – <laughs> He's always very inspirational and in bringing it to a next level. I agree with him on the Red Sox part, but not on the Dodgers. Come on. The Dodgers are living in stratosphere. They, they're not even, they think the Giants were gnats. So, um, you know, they, I, I think they're, they're disappointed. And at the end of this podcast, there will be a very in-depth reason why the Dodger fans should be irate. So, well, as we said, though, Kevin, yeah. Um, we did like a little deep dive on this that we're going to tack on to the end of this episode. We did a little deep, deep dive onto this. And I think one of our takeaways, well, several takeaways, main takeaways that the, the Dodgers just fucked up their pitching um, through the entire postseason. But the second takeaway was that the Giants essentially mortally wounded the Dodgers um, in that five game series to where they were just dead, dead in the water against the Braves. 
before the series even started. Yes, they sacrificed themselves to knock <laughs> out the Dodgers. Um, but yeah, it was it's very crazy. But I, I I agree with everything that Sasha was saying though about about the Red Sox and they you know hey they had a great season, um, you know the comeback from all the things they had to come back from uh, the you know Cora proved that he is the real manager of that team and um, and they'll have a lot more to say I you know so uh, the Astros are a weird bunch. They're a very weird bunch um, and, uh, and, and hard to beat because of that weirdness. Um, because they sure. are, they're, they're can very, you, can you explain what you mean by weirdness? Yeah. I mean, they, 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 they have, first of all, they have a great lineup, right? Like they have, like, like Sasha was saying, they have these players, you know, who perform big in the big time, um, you know, with Altuve and Correa, right. The guys are like, 20 home runs and 18 home runs or something in postseason play, some, some crazy stats. And, um, but what we have to remember and Ross, you witnesses and I witnessed this, this with this Astros team this year, they have been through hell on the road all year long. Yeah. They have had people yelling at them. They refused to attend the all-star game for numerous reasons, but we know the main reason was they didn't really want to get booed. Um, so they're, they're, a, they're a strange bunch and you put Dusty Baker at the head of this bunch, who's one of the most positive people I think anyone will ever meet anytime. And as someone described, he could talk to anyone about anything. Um, I think there was a story I heard where, uh, one manager was having trouble getting through to one player and he, he contacted Dusty to get some input to see how he could connect with this player and that was a huge huge thing for someone to to reach out to him to ask right so um just a you know a very what i mean is that the the astros aren't they're kind of this weird thing that morphs all the time like you really right. can't find that okay we're gonna get him with this and it's like oh well that's not really there anymore or that's moved or you know. all right I get you. Now, before we lose Sasha, Sasha, yeah. give us your prediction for the World Series and give us how many games you think it's going to go. Uh, six games, and I think the Braves are going to they're going to win it. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I think we're all hoping for something along those lines. If I don't want to speak out of turn. Um, now, we know this this phrase: unstoppable force, immovable object. Um, which which one of these teams is the unstoppable force, and which one is the immovable object? <laughs> Daver, why don't you take it? Um, <laughs> damn it. Um, well, if I had the pick, I'd say the um, the unstoppable force probably the Astros. Um, they're just a little bit more of the aggressor on this one. Right. But I will say that, um, you know, that it's pretty interchangeable. I mean, Atlanta's looking great right now. It's not easy to take down the Dodgers. We know that. We've we've all tried to do it, and none of us can yeah. do it. And they did it. And that, and you know, in six games, I gotta say that's pretty impressive. So yeah, um, yeah, they they, they 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 absorbed a lot of pressure. You know what I mean? They, they never they they gave in to the Dodgers. And that fine. that inning where they uh, that guy mm. had been bases loaded, nobody outs, um, and uh, 
that guy got three straight strikeouts. Matt Sack had more details, yeah. but you guys it was second out. and third, yeah, but yeah, second and third, no outs. Second and third, no outs. That was, was the series. That was the spot where almost any other team would have, you know, just coughed up some runs, let them back in it. Now they're happy again, you know. Game, yep. and now it's a new game again. That was huge. That was that was I agree a series changing. I think you've absolutely pinpointed it. That was the breaking point for the Dodgers. Um, Sasha, I know you've got one minute. So give us your World Series MVP. Who's who's taking home the the truck this year? World Series MVP? Um, I don't know. I actually don't know. It's just like, I I feel that it's going to be a player that we haven't heard from. Who has not really performed? All right, so you're taking the field. You're not taking. Yeah, I'm actually. You know what I mean? Out of like all of all of the people there, I, I think of the World Series. Like this happens so often. It's going to be a player that you just don't expect. Okay, I, I'll accept that. Yeah. Um. All right, buddy. We'll um. We'll let you go. I know you have a two o'clock meeting. Um. Thanks for joining us, and we will be coming to you every day that there is a game in the World Series. So, Great. we'll be four to seven more episodes. Plus a, a wrap-up episode. So stay tuned to So Baseball. Dave and Kevin, please uh, stay with me for your predictions. Okay. See you guys. Have fun. Bye, Sasha. Go Braves. <laughs> Gonna miss that guy. <laughs> He's such a cool guy. I'm so sorry he has to go into another meeting. Um, I know. <laughs> I'm still here in the nursing closet. So I know. And that's um, not the beer nursing closet. That's the I don't think there's anybody currently coming into the office who is actually nursing. So I don't feel too bad about being in here. But it, um, you may find out. If somebody knocks on the door, they're going to be like, why is there a man pacing in this room? Um, anyway, do you, Dave or Kevin, do you want to give your World Series prediction? Uh, yeah. Yeah, I do. I'm going to go with uh, the Braves and seven. Okay. Um, and I can give you my uh, MVP. It's it's going to be um, Freddie Freeman of 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 the World mm-hmm. Series. And I have one really, and maybe you know this story, Ross, already about Dusty Baker. Um, Say Say um, ran into him in a, mm-hmm. a hotel fitness center. You know this in, in Hawaii. A hotel fitness center in Hawaii, small fitness center. You know, not a not a big a fancy hotel and say say you know, pretty personable guy chatted him up talked to him said you know what i i'm excited for you but you know i'm a padre fan dusty baker chatted with him about the padres for five or ten minutes yeah i mean come on and and you know say say can come on and vet that story if i told it wrong but i think that's pretty accurate hard not to love that guy Dusty Baker or Say Say? <laughs> Both. But ba- Together. Dusty Baker in this case. Um, Beautiful. Yeah, no, All that, right. Well, I like that prediction. Thank you. That's the story with Dusty. Dusty can supposedly talk about anything. That's why I was I, I wanted to let Sasha get his whole thing out, but I was holding on to yeah. that story for a few minutes. Nice. Wouldn't have yeah, felt right no, if I never said it. And it's not even my story to tell, really. Well, um, it is now. Yeah, I guess so. You're, you're, you're a motivational speaker. You can tell anyone's story. Um, yeah. So I even, I, should I, let me, let me open up my uh, topics. Cause I have a couple of, and they might be kind of outdated at this point, but I did have a couple of 
Oh, no, I don't. Well, do you want me to get my prediction in for the World Series? <laughs> yeah, yeah you give us your, your prediction, prediction while, Dave is, while Dave brings up his um, topics. PowerPoint. Um, so it's going to be interesting, first and foremost, right? Because these are two teams that weren't supposed to be there, right? They're not, you know, they weren't. I mean, the Braves were supposed to be there the different outfield <laughs> that's what, earlier in the year so they retread the whole outfield and here they are which is pretty i think is pretty amazing and they had a pretty good record from mid-season on so i think i think the braves have kind of a little bit more momentum than the astros do but the astros are some stubborn people right they, they have a point to prove and they want to prove it and Dusty has his chance to get a World Series, um, his first World Series in 19 years. You can put that ball back in Rust Ortiz's glove for me. Um, and so, so we've got uh, we've got a very very interesting thing here. And the Astros are the home field advantage, right? They got games yes. one and two, and they got six and seven. So is it? And that, you know, both places are very loud, by the way, aren't they? I mean, I mean, they're both some, baseball stadiums during the World Series. We got, Everywhere is going to be loud. Right. But but we got some we got they're they're I think they're extra loud than than even, you know, some other places. Um, I think they're they're more into it uh, in, a, in a different kind of way, in more like a football kind of way versus a baseball mm, kind of way. Because mm-hmm. we're talking football country. We're talking Texas versus Georgia, you know. That kind of thing. So um, I sadly think the Astros actually going to win it in seven. Yeah, I I'm with you on that. I mean, not not in the number of games, but I'm with you on the Astros. Uh, who's your World Series MVP? Who? I think it's going to be Tucker. Is that his name? Tucker. Kyle Tucker. That's a good pick. Kyle Tucker. Yeah, he's he's I think been this, like he's low key really good. Yeah, and he's got he remember he came up as a very young player and played in the World Series against the Nationals, I believe. Um That's right. So so he's not uh uh you know, he, it's not that he hasn't been there before. I think I think him. Now, if the Braves win, I, the guy who I think is going to have a great series for the Braves is Riley. I think I think he is uh he's shown something in this last part of the season and in these playoffs that that dude is a real dude you know he's he uh, Absolutely. He's he's a superstar, you know. He's getting MVP MVP votes this season. I mean, he's yeah. uh he's really been solid all year. And yeah, and his fielding is special too. So I'm going to say Astros in you said 7, so just to yeah. be I'll modify mine. I'll say Astros in six. Hmm. Um, and I'll say MVP is Correa. Yeah, I could see that too. He was on my short list of if, you know, I hope, like I said, I want to just clarify. I hope the Braves win, but I also have to be realistic. Now here's the other interesting part. Not only, in, and I believe this is the case. This is the first Southern world series um, completely. Absolutely. And it's also two teams from the old NL Western division, which is <laughs> really bizarre. 
Right. I mean, these are the teams I grew up watching a ton because they would play the Giants and they would make three trips to San Francisco because the Braves were in there, the Astros were in there, along with the Reds, Dodgers, and Giants, and Padres. Um, those are the six teams of the NL West when I was a child, um, up until 92, right? Because then Colorado came in in 93, and, and then they, they changed everything after that. So I, I think that's interesting. It, it, there's some weird things. Dusty Baker played for the Braves. That was where he came up. He was he – was, uh, on deck when Hank Aaron hit the home run, right? Um, to break the record, uh, there's a lot of uh, a lot of interesting crossovers. Brian so. Brian Snitker was hired by Hank Aaron, so there you go. He was he, ex- exactly, yeah. It's all kind of inter- and he he uh, talk about a guy, you know, you know, a lifer. Um, and here's his chance. He's he's old school in so many ways, but so is Desi Baker. It's kind of funny, right? There's no. Where's the where's the young guys, the right the chart guys? The young guys are still they're still reading the menu, deciding what to order. Mm, that's right, that's right. They're still in the dessert section, and somehow the playoffs keep rolling. Um, so we're starting the World Series tomorrow, October twenty yeah. sixth, five p.m. Pacific. We got Charlie Morton going against Framber Valdez. So we yeah. got each team's one of their top starters. So no. No bullpen days or fourth or fifth starter going. They have, they have their chosen guys on the mound. Yeah. Um, so, uh, picks on uh, predictions for game one. I think the Braves will win game one. I think Charlie Morton's going to pitch a great game. Daver. Yeah, I think I think that makes sense. I, uh, um, yeah, I, I think that's right. Um, I. I think it's going to be very strange. Um, and I remember when certain sports used to do this, instead of the 2-3-2, two, two, they would do 2-2-1-1-1. Two, two, one, one, one. Yes. Um, which is ridiculous with all the travel, but it seems more fair. It, because, it's more fair. Yeah. Um, the Braves, if they want to celebrate on their home ground, they can only lose one game. So the Braves, right. if they do win, all more celebrating in Houston. Does that seem right? Most likely, yeah. I, that would make sense. I mean, you, you're right. You have to get in five, right? Yeah, I think the Dodgers. <laughs> not to circle back on the Dodgers, but like you said, <laughs> the, Do- the Dodgers are so goddamn smug, and you know, bless their hearts. Whatever, seem like nice enough guys. Um, if the Dodgers, the Dodgers were sure that not only were they going to beat the Braves, but they were going to be celebrating on their home turf. Those game five tickets were the hottest ticket in town. Cause I was watching mm. the prices. I'm like, you know, the, they were the hottest ticket in town. Cause they're like, well, that'll be the clinching game. Right. And they're right. like, well, and then, then um, the Braves won the first game and those, those tickets went up even more. Because I go, ah, shit. Now it is definitely game five, not game four, because we can't yeah, sweep. sweep. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And, then, and then once the Braves won the first two games, meaning the Dodgers couldn't clinch at home, those tickets plummeted. Yeah. No, nobody wanted those tickets because they're like, shit. Like, like yeah. they can't win it all. Like, I mean, yeah. not win the World Series, but they can't win the, the pennant yeah. at Dodger Stadium now. They have to go back to Atlanta. 
So like I could like we talked about, I could have gone to that game for forty one dollars if I had <laughs> if I had the time. But anyway, yeah, bygones are bygones. It's interesting because I, I, you know, to my point about you know Astro fans and Braves fans being loud. I mean, Dodger fans can be loud, but it's not like what we're hearing in these these two these two ballparks. Right. I mean, it is because because there's a bit of the Yahoo factor, right? Like like. A bit? <laughs> I'd say you're talking about the birthplace of the Yahoo factory. Yeah, I think it was. Anyway, I, yeah. I hate to cut you off. Um, you got to go? I, I've got five more minutes. Okay. Um, Dave, I know Wrap you it. had a couple of talking points. I, I had with a, one, one big to- talking point, it turns out. I, I ran, ran dry, and I'd mentioned it a little bit when we saw each other this weekend. Um, little backstory. The Astros, as you all, as we all know, um, had the whole cheating, bang the garbage can thing. Everyone said their World Series was tainted. It may have been. It may be. Um, and they've been taking a, you know, a raft of shit, I would say. I'm putting it out there that if they are able to win the World Series this year, that a lot of that sort of it wasn't real or you guys couldn't have won with, you know, without cheating. I think that kind of goes away because, you know, this year, no garbage can banging going on. Um, They're, they're playing out of their minds. They're in the world series and they've done so just absorbing hate from every direction. I mean, as much as I don't like them, you got to tip your hat and say, these guys are good. You, you can't deny it. They're not just cheaters who work the system. They, they can play some baseball. That's the take, Ross. I love the take. I, I have to entirely agree with that take. Um, you know, my, my hate for the Astros has mellowed. It's simmered. You know, we all got some good booze in and fuck Altuve's in, you know, we, we got we all got to be heard on that score and i feel like you know their punishment has been now um f- fully you know fully served so if they do win this world series uh i will tip my hat and say you know they deserve this one kevin yeah i, I again going back to the whole dusty baker thing i think he becomes the ambassador that walks them through you know what i mean like he's he's kind of given them something different and and also the public has a bit of a different no one can be really anti dusty baker so if they win i think that's going to be more of the focus is dusty baker won a world series and um and they can they can ride in on that and they'll be they'll be fine so um i agree you know i just think (laughs) what's his name rob rob uh the commissioner. Man, I just want to know. I want to know which place he's going to get booed louder in Houston or Atlanta. Hmm. They should love him in Houston because he didn't suspend a single one of their players. Yeah, I guess so. I guess so. We'll see. Um, but yeah, good, good, uh, good pod. Good pod guys. Great pod. Um, and uh, I, I'll tell you the one last thing before we go, I'm really thirsty right now. And you know, it would really quench my <laughs> A cold glass of rosé. Hell yeah. I don't have any, but I don't have any, Ross. 
you didn't get your rosé? I didn't get anything. What the hell? I got mine. I'll send you some rosé. You got yours? I got mine yesterday. Or yeah, yesterday. Well, I think the guy came by, but I wouldn't drop it. Oh it yeah, you got to be twenty-one. Yeah. So, oh really? Right, oh, today? that's interesting. Maybe okay. Today. Well, I'm at work anyway, so we will we will suspend our wine talk maybe yeah. until um, the next time we can all be sipping our wine together. Yeah. Uh, while potting. Because it's safe to say right now, I'm an outsider on this. <laughs> Sorry <laughs> to say that. I hate to do it. But, but if uh, you do want wine, go to WineInsiders.com and use the code SOBASEBALL to get 40% off your first order. I can speak ab- from my experience. It works. That's, that's, that's wonderful. That's really great. <laughs> and you can pick out whatever wines you want. You don't have to get rosé, even though it is the best wine. Yeah, it is. It is. Well, I'm excited uh, to be a part of the inside crew. And in the meantime, I'm going to drink uh, this big bottle of Jim Beam with honey that I, um, I don't know <laughs> nice. if, that, if that's kosher or not, but that's what's going to happen. It's beautiful. All right. Well, thank you both for joining. And uh, I'll you. be talking to you Tuesday night or Wednesday morning after game one. I love it. All right, gentlemen. All right, All right brothers. Have All a right, good one. Stay safe out there. You okay. Too. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye. Ross. Kevin. You ready? Let's do this. Now, just as a um, quick introduction to our audience, um, let you know where we're at. Um, it's Saturday. It's Sunday, October 24th that the Braves have just defeated the Dodgers in game six of the NLCS to go on to the World Series. If you've been listening to the podcast, you know that we've been talking about smugness. We've been talking about being too cute. But our boy Kevin, in, in order to back up his, his claims, has gone and created a chart, which we will link to on our, our website, so-baseball.com. I'll put this up if you want to reference it. But the point being, Kevin has gone through and made a chart of all the pitching usages for the entire month of October or thereabouts dating back into the final weekend of the regular season and going into the wildcard game through the DS and CS to see where the Dodgers went astray and where their missteps that they made and how it ended up snowballing and uh, biting them in these last few games of the season. Is that, is that a good summation, Kev? Very, very good summation. And this, and just, again, this is just all very, um, very practical stuff. Nothing, uh, you know, there's no tea leaves here. It's just like, here's the facts. And right. We're doing um, like literal postmortem. And yeah. like we're doing a play. We're doing like a, a almost a day by day deep dive. We're probably going to tack this on to the end of tomorrow's pod. So we'll probably start tomorrow's pod with, uh, you know, game reactions, DNAG in here, uh, talking just of generalities. What did the Braves do? Who hit? Who, who didn't hit? But then we'll tack this on to the end of Monday's pod just to sort of say, all right, if you want to get deep into the scenarios of each day's pitching decisions, here's, here's the deep dive for the hardcore. So um, do you want to kick us off? Yeah. Okay. So basically the, the thing that we all have to remember is that the Dodgers legitimately had three starting pitchers at the end of the year. Yeah. Um, because Kershaw had gotten hurt. 
And um, so their three real starting pitchers were right. Urias, Bueller, and Scherzer. Over and the course of the year, they had lost they had lost Dustin May to injury. Right. They had lost Trevor Bauer to sexual assault uh, issues and suspensions and what wherever he is now, uh, he's gone. And then um, you know Gonsolin was a starter in their minds, but he was not built up he hadn't been used in games much um so that pretty much cut their starting core down to like you say three right and kershaw kershaw was hurt and then he came back because they were building him to come back and be ready for late season and playoffs but if you recall there was a note that they tried to start him too early to come Mm -hmm. back and that set him back even further and then he seemed to be pitching okay up until that last game when there was definitely something wrong with him. In so they rushed him September. back. Yeah, pro- they, pro- they did rush him back according to what even they said. So right, um, wasn't even speculation. So here, we, that kind of sets the this, this scenario for where we're at. And what, what I did with this chart was I started, I, I made day one. So kind of like year zero, day mm-hmm. one is the last Saturday regular season game against the Brewers. And the reason why I picked that game is Urias started, starts that game. That game is still a highly contentious game because I was at the Giants game that afternoon and the Giants lost, which gave the Dodgers an opportunity to, because remember there were two games back, mm-hmm. gave them an opportunity. Yeah, we got to win this game tonight. If we win this game tonight, we're only one back mm-hmm. uh, going into the last day of the year. And then uh, they had, you know, those games start at this exact same time on the Sunday, the last game of the year. So it was all very head to head. There was no no mystery there once the Giants had taken, you know, yeah. pr- pretty good lead against the Padres on that game. But so anyway, just going to that. So we got day day one, which is is which I'm calling it, which is October second. Uh, it was a second game of a three game series with the Brewers, which we can do a whole podcast on the Brewers in the future. Yeah. Um, and. Urias starts that game and he pitches 6.1 innings, right? Six and a third and pitches great. Gives up one hit, right? Seven mm-hmm. strikeouts, you know, solid. Hey. That's an, a solid quality start, dominating yeah. performance. And they win, they win the game eight to three, but I think, I forget what the actual, they were, they were in control when they took him out. And that's right. Urias's 20th win of the season. He yeah. ends the season with 20 wins three losses and an ERA of 2.96. Right. And if you're following along with us, I'll ask you to look here. Bick, Bickford is used for two thirds of an inning, gives up no hits, no walks. Um, and in the, to finish out the game yeah. with an eight, three lead, David price pitches an inning, gives up three hits, a home run. He gives up two runs and a walk. So hey. wh- when you start to question, why wasn't David price, Thank on the you. postseason roster, make note of the fact that David Price looked bad that yeah. final Saturday of the regular season. Exactly. That was, a, that was definitely a test they were doing, right? That was a test that they were saying, hey, we're, let's, let's, let's evaluate David Price. We'll bring him in. This game's already out of, you know, we're up eight to one, I think, when he came in. Um, and we'll have him close out the game, pitch the bottom of the ninth or top of the ninth. And he doesn't do so well. They let him finish the, the, the game, but it was definitely like, who do you don't want to trust that dude? You know what I mean? So, uh, so there you go into day, day two, 
the Bueller then is starting that Sunday, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, they're starting one game back from the Giants. The Giants put some boards or some runs on the board quite early in that game. So they're, it's, it's evident they're going to kind of take that game. So Bueller only pitches. He starts that game. He, he pitches for five innings. They take him out because they can see the writing on the wall, right? Right. Like Dodgers, Giants are not going to lose and you're going to, they're going to come in second. So, but Bueller pitches an amazing game. He goes five yep. innings, three hits, one run, one walk, 11 strikeouts, and uh, he finishes the season 16-4 and four with a 2.47 ERA. And yeah. we, we know Bueller in the September, he was, he was, uh, yeah. was kind of hittable at, in certain games. Giants started that thing. And, uh, and so it looks like, hey, he found his groove again. He's right. ready. I mean, 11 strikeouts in five innings. I mean, this was the last game of the season. The Dodgers yeah. are chasing the Giants. They know they have to win to yeah. have a chance. They still need the Giants also to lose. But they're in the p- position of the chaser. So they're just like, go out, win, put the pressure on. Yeah. And um, they did just that. Again, they, they had some bullpen. Uh, Bickford came in to relieve Bueller, pitched Solid point two innings. Um, Jackson got the save, even though it was a blowout. It was a total mop up. But it was it was um, as you know, th- if you pitch three innings in relief, it's a save regardless of the score. Um, yeah. So four hits over three innings, two earned, three strikeouts, no walks. So Jackson looked okay. Um, this might have been another tryout. He looked better than David Price. He's Three solid, yeah. Three three innings, two earned runs. It's not great, but uh, you know but he most, did he didn't end up making the postseason roster. So right, most likely he was not going to be in the postseason roster. So they're giving him, hey, close this game up. We don't want to use any of our guys anymore. Let's get ourselves ready. Now we know we have to play this right this game on Wednesday, right? So to, so against the St. Louis Cardinals in the wild card game at Dodger Stadium that Ross attended. <laughs> um, and you know, and and there you go. So you're doing all the right things there. You're setting yourself up. You're like, okay, Bueller. We only have him pitch five innings, and he pitched um, 79 pitches in that game. Um, so he's he's in good shape. He's he's well tuned. You know, ready for the playoffs. Um, and then we go to that Wednesday game, which is day six, right? Three days later, um, or day five, excuse me. Three days later on the. So they got Monday off, Tuesday off, and they're ready for the Cardinals. And as if everyone has watched that Cardinals game, tough game, right? It was a battle. They took Scherzer out. Scherzer starts the game. He pitches relatively well in a sense, but they take him out in a situation in the fifth right. with one out, right? And they bring um, in. He had been relatively wild. Yes. Um, he, he gave up a. He gave up three walks and also an earned run on a wild pitch or a pass ball. I can't right. remember which. And, he forced- um, and this, was, this was the game where Scherzer didn't want to come out, and he shook Dave Roberts' hand when he asked for the ball. Right. So he wanted to go deeper. Um, Roberts was aggressive with his bullpen, and it worked out. Everybody was nails, and the, and the Cardinals didn't score another run. Yeah. So, so there we go is that he, the Scherzer doesn't want to come out. He pitches okay. Now, the key about Scherzer in that game, like you were saying, is he threw 94 pitches. 
So that if 94 pitches in four and a third innings is a lot of pitches. Um, yeah, because of all those was, walks and strikeouts. Yeah, exactly. And, and, and the Cardinals were working him. You know, the yeah. Cardinals did a really good job of working him. Now, it was interesting because then who do they go to in the bullpen? And this will come up later as, as we go through this. They go to Joe Kelly, right? Mm-hmm. And Joe Kelly comes in and gets those two outs. Yeah, uh, slams the door. Yeah, this shuts it down. Then they bring in uh, Gratterall. He comes in and pitches a perfect inning. You know, no, no, uh, no hits, no nothing. And then they go to Blake Trinan for an inning in two thirds, and he gives up one hit and one walk and has a strikeout. So again, nothing. Knable comes in and slams the door for Trinan. Right, because he had there was a guy on, and they go, okay, we're bringing in Knable. So they bring Knable in, or a couple guys on actually. Probably there's a hit and a walk. There. We're still on the wild card game for our yeah. listeners. If you've lost track of what we're talking about, yeah, this is October sixth, the wild card game against St. Louis. Anyway, right. and, and we just want to go this step by step because I think it's really important because then you see where this all kind of ends up, which is really bizarre. Right. So Canable uh, comes in and, and saves, like you said, gets him out. And then the Dodgers uh, bring in Jansen to, to, you know, kill off the ninth, top of the ninth. And then we know that Taylor hits the grand or the big home run to win the game, a two run homer. And yeah, so I was games, there. Game's over. And Russ, Russ was there, like trying not to get in a fight with a guy with the telephone. And if um, you want to hear some live reporting from that game, Go back in the podcast feed where I say wild card madness with Seisei at the game. It's a, it's a 90 second episode. Uh, Seisei <laughs> is out of control and it's a real, uh, it's, it's the opposite of this episode. This is a deep dive. That is a, a shallow end dive <laughs> where you hit your head on the bottom of the pool. So um, we're, we're in the puddle. Um, anyway, we've got two and a half weeks of baseball to get through. So let's try and move yeah. through this a little bit yeah. more quickly. Yeah. So now, now we're, now we're, you know, they're ready. They're going to come to San Francisco and they play game one. Bueller is well rested, right? He's, he's now going to be, um, he hasn't thrown since the Sunday. Right. So, and now it's five days. It's a Friday. So he's on regular rest. Yeah. Regular rest and ready to go starts the game and pitches fairly well. Gives up some home runs to the giants, two home runs. And, uh, and the giants obviously had Logan Webb going, who was dominant. Yeah, um, I mean, even but, if he even if he had only given up, uh, spoiler alert, Bueller gives up three earned runs over six and a third. That's yeah. that's good enough to qualify as a quality start. Go yep. six six innings with three earned runs or less. That's what it called a quality Thur- start. Throws ninety nine pitches and uh, the Giants win the game and they get a homer off Bessia, but Gratterall and Bickford have good relief. I don't even care if it, it was a shutout. L.A. didn't yeah. score in the game. Bueller could have been lights out and given up one run or he, no Well, runs. we'll get we'll get to that on the Monday game. Um, so <laughs> on my birthday. So on the, on the Saturday game, uh, which is now day eight of this this extra thing, October ninth, Urias is now pitching game two. Um, the Giants, uh, you know, they they falter there. There are some runs scored early, and Urias pitches five innings. And then a couple of relievers come in and blow it out for the Giants. They give up runs. But Urias pitches five innings, uh, three hits, uh, one run, one walk, and five strikeouts. And he throws uh, 72 pitches. So very solid. He gets the win. Dodgers get that big win, and they head back to L.A. Right. Um, And so up until this point, everything is great. Their bullpen, Joe Kelly comes in, gives up a couple of hits, and gets a run. But 
Knable, Gratterall, and Bickford all pitch scoreless innings. Right. So no, good stuff. The Dodgers bullpen and, and starting staff are both looking lights out for the most part. Um, right. Something to be feared because they're dominance. Right. Now, this is where it all starts to, this is where I think it starts. So on well, Monday. Okay, but wait, 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 wait. Yeah. The Giants lost game one. I mean, the Giants game won game. The Giants won the first game. Yep. Dodgers won the second game. Yep. Then they come to L.A. Yep. Okay. For, for game we three. all know what happened on October 11th. If you've checked the weather report, um, we're calling this day 10. It would have been a lot nicer if you had just used the dates of the month. But the, the <laughs> day 10 is October 11th. Like it's just subtract yeah. one. Just yeah. subtract but one it, from but the it's, day it's of the important month. It's important because the, the, the Friday game was irrelevant. Okay. So, um, so Scherzer now is pitching now. The last time we've seen Scherzer was in the wildcard game when, when uh, he was taken out early. Right. He pitches in this game, and the windy game almost get blown off the mound in the first inning, but then he takes control, and he's pitching extremely well. He's got 10 strikeouts. He gives up the one home run to Evan Longoria, who somehow pushed it through the wind and got into the seats. Okay, and the Giants win that game one nothing because that was a nail biter, man. It's close. That game. was amazing. It was an amazing game. Amazing game, and and they they use the bullpen normally. They bring in Blake trying to bring Kenley Jansen, just trying to keep it close, hoping they can get that one run back, which they almost do with the last batter. But but I mean, you know, Scherzer throws seven innings, seven innings, almost but, spotless, but he gives up that one home run. But then Tryon and Jansen, they give up some solid contact, but that's knocked down by the wind as well. Yeah. So as we, we were arguing over this time of whether, oh, Dodgers should have won. No, the Giants hit some, some, some deep yeah. threats, no, some, but, some but, balls. I don't remember if it was off Scherzer or off of the relievers. It, but was, like, off, it was off uh, Scherzer and the reliever. But the, the key point here, we're talking about this Dodger starting pitching. And the key number that we're going to give you right now is, yes, Scherzer pitched great for seven innings. But he threw 110 pitches. Okay. And I think, I think that is the beginning of the end for the situation here. So, so Scherzer goes and throws the 110 pitches, which I haven't looked to see how many times he threw 110 pitches right. a year. But so, that, so they lose that game. Now the pressure's on, right? Dodgers down 2-1 going to game four. So what do they do? They go, oh, we're going to bring Bueller back on short rest. So Bueller now comes back on three days rest. And he, right. start, he starts game four. Because it's an elimination game. It's an elimination game, right. So Wait, they no, 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 no. Yeah. Is it? Yes, because if the Giants win that game, they win the series. This is game four. Giants up 2-1. So, uh, so we, we're going into this game. They use Bueller. Bueller pitches very well. He, he gives up a few hits here and there, uh, and they take him out after four and a third inning. Right. He okay. threw, right. And, he, and he, threw, um, he threw in that game 71 pitches, okay? So there he goes. He, they, I was that, at this game. That was a smart move. Um, this is the day after the win game. I was at this game. Yeah. And then Gratterall, they used their bullpen very well. Vessia gives up something late like uh i think he gives up a home run late in the game uh and and bickford pitches a scoreless inning so you're seeing that the the dodgers relief pitchers uh are doing very well 
like they're tracking well Gratterall. But they're using a lot of relievers in a game that they won seven to two. They're using five of their relievers, all their top guys except for Kenley Jansen, um, get used in this game when right partially due to Bueller's uh being brought back on short rest. Correct. Right. But but all the pitchers are doing well. Even Kelly gets some innings in there. They're 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 setting themselves up pretty well. Now they have a day off, and day right. thirteen is the game five in San Francisco, and right. this is where it really starts to get weird. Here Ross, we go. Ross alerts me um, at some point in the early afternoon. Hey, Knabel is starting. I'm all what? Why are they doing that? Urias pitched, I think, four or five times against the Giants all year. He they only got him once. He dominated them. Um, He's at normal. Let's see. He's on for this game. He uh, got four days off, I think, because yeah, day thir- day eight to day thirteen. So he's got four days off, proper rest, ready to roll, and they do this weird thing. And you're like, why the hell would they do that? And that's, I think, the beginning of the end because what happens here is they start Canable. He pitches one inning, gives up the big double off the wall that turns into nothing. Gratterall comes in, pitches one in, gives up a couple hits, but he gets out of it. Then they go to Urias. All of a sudden, Urias, who should have started this game, because if he started this game, I bet they get more than four innings out of him. Uh... I bet, I bet, oh, I, for sure. For sure. The only reason he didn't pitch more than four innings is because the later innings were coming. And now they're like, oh, we got to go to our They didn't want to get in- walked off. Yeah, they go to their later inning guys, right? Yeah. But what that did is that burned two relievers early on. Because if you flop that, if you have Urias start that game, and let's say he just pitches five innings, let's just be yeah. really, really economical, then you've got – you don't need to use Max Scherzer as a, as a, in the bullpen. Yeah. It's the use of Scherzer that is going to be the thing we take away from that game. We don't care yeah. if Trinan pitches in the sixth or the eighth or Canable pitches – First, like you know, like it's the use of Scherzer on this day, on and, short rest and also uh, in relief that we want to pinpoint because this is the thing that will come back to haunt the Dodgers for it, the rest of the entire postseason. Exactly because this also in the not starting Urias kind of triggers the whole thing, and so Scherzer comes in. Okay, he pitched on freaking Monday. He pitched 110 pitches. And then they bring him in with the 2-1 lead in the bottom of the ninth inning. And this guy is jacked, right? How jacked was he? He, he threw. So he, how many pitches did Joe Kelly throw on the 12th? It doesn't even really matter. He had an off day. You could yep. have cut, You could have gotten an inning out of Joe Kelly, possibly. Yep. I don't know if they're afraid of his wildness or what in this close of a game. But, but they didn't use Joe Kelly. They didn't use Bickford. Um, they didn't use Vessia, so they had trusted bullpen arms available instead yep. of Scherzer. Yep. So um, it's it's a really head scratcher, and I know they like to do this. Hey, you get your your you know your ace on the mound to close it out. Everybody says that's a good thing, right? Yeah, let's do that. Like no, because you know you're going to have a quick turnaround. Like you, I don't want to spoiler alert. They're going to have to go to Atlanta. Yeah, but uh, you know, he he didn't look great. Um, he looked he looked a little wonky out there. He did get the job done, as we know. But uh, you know, we're going to question this decision for years. 
So, yeah. but it works out. We get the check swing. Dodgers win the series. Giants fans go home, like drown their tears. It was brutal. So there we are. Two days later, after the celebrations, the Dodgers are in Atlanta. They have they to travel. Have, they have to fly across country. Yeah. And they have to, they don't have any starters ready because it's only like two days later. It's it's not even it's not even 48 hours later, right? It's like right. 44 hours later. So uh they've got they've got to use like a, they've got to use everyone in their bullpen to get them through this game. Yes, and and that's the thing too, because you had you had double things going on there. You had this usage of Bueller um, on you know on short rest for Game Four of the division series, so he wasn't available. And you had Urias who just pitched, and he was a and Scherzer who should have started right Game One. Scherzer, Scherzer had thrown his 110 pitches on the 11th of October. That's right. Could have pitched on the on the sixteenth of October on regular rests, but because they fucked with him and used him in that inning, they didn't have him for game one, and they had to do this bullpen game. Right, which... but they but they even were thinking this is the crazy part. They were thinking Scherzer was going to start game one, even though they used him in relief in yes. game five, because they were saying, well, he was going to have a bullpen session. Well, last time I checked. There's no giants in the bullpen trying to hit his pitches. <laughs> and, I think maybe the good thing to come out of this is they put this all to bed and just been like, you can't, a throw day is not the same as coming into a game. Correct. You know, a throw day is like warming up in the bullpen. Right. You, you know, you're getting it going, you're getting a sweat going, but you're not facing live hitters and you're not putting as much strain on your arm in a throw day. Right. So you think you learn your lesson, Right. But let's go to Sunday. Now the Dodgers have lost the first game on a granted on a walk off. You know, the, their pitching, their bullpen did a really good job that day. They had 14 strikeouts. Um, they gave up the three earned runs. They gave up only six hits. I mean, you couldn't have asked more from people. It just, you know, just it was what it was. And, and they the Braves won on a walk off, right? First two games, they both got walked off. So. Right. But, let, but let's game two. Let's get into game two because here's where the problems escalate because now you've learned your lesson you couldn't start max scherzer in game one because you used him funkily in game five to close funkily Funkily. now (laughs) now we're in game two of the championship series scherzer starts and scherzer voluntarily gives the ball to dave roberts because he says my arm is dead i don't have it and so he and he actually said in the post game I thought Vessia would be better than me. When did Max Scherzer ever think any other one throwing a baseball was better than him? So, <laughs> I know. So that was that was like, whoa. So here we go, right? Now, that's all fine. Okay, you know, stuff's going to happen. But now, what do they do in that game? They bring in Urias in relief. Ay, 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 and and ay, it's ay, like, ay. oh, you, so you haven't learned your lesson with Scherzer and what and what's the reason for bringing Urias in relief? He was going to throw a bullpen session that day. He comes in and gets walloped. I mean, yeah. he gives up three hits, two earned runs, gets two strikeouts in his one inning, but he got demoralized. It yeah, was, no, he looked horrible. Yeah, um, it, he didn't it, walk it, anybody, but he he had nada. Yeah, he didn't have anything there. Why? Because he had just pitched 
uh, how many days earlier he pitched on on uh, day thirteen. So he pitched. He had two days off, right? Because he pitched on the on the fifth game. He pitched on the. So he pitched so, on the 14th. Right. And then they brought him in in relief on the 17th. That's right. So what you got there are you've got you've got your two starting pitchers and you've only got three starting pitchers and now you've used both of them in two games back to back with two days off, you know, one game in, in the middle there. But but you know what I'm saying? You've now taken two thirds of your starting staff. Right. And really screwed with them. Now, where who could they have used? Here, because as we saw, uh, they've used Knable and um, they've used Knable the day before. Um, Bickford, they used the day before. They didn't go back to. Um, Vessia was used in both games. Joe Kelly was used in both games. Kenley, obviously, they're not going to use in this in the seventh or with Urias through the eighth. I can't remember. I think Urias through the seventh. So you so, can't go to Kenley there. You could have gone to Gratterall, I guess. But, so here, um, here was here was the deal and why they used. Urias is it was it was a lefty situation right okay they wanted okay. a left-handed reliever okay and they already used Vessia to relieve Scherzer in the fifth inning uh-huh because there was matchups so they felt bringing in Urias was better than bringing in what's the other guy's name Brewer Brewall Brew Pickford no Brew Brew Brewhill Brewhill he's their other yeah. lefty in the bullpen he's their yeah. only other lefty in the bullpen so he had pitched the day before he had pitched the day before and, and he pitched pitched well, but he was, he was available. Yeah. Um, and they decided to go with Urias cause they were being, this is where the smug clever, because now you've learned your lesson. You use Scherzer, you see, Hey, the guy voluntarily took himself out in this game because he had just pitched on the, on the Thursday. Um, and now you bring in Urias. So, and the same and the same thing. You now spiked two thirds of your starting staff. So, takeaway number two is use Brule instead of Urias. Takeaway number one was don't use Scherzer in relief in Game Five. Use Joe Kelly or uh, somebody else, right? Or or at least start Urias. Have him start the game so that he can go an inning or so longer in game five and don't use Scherzer. And now your second takeaway is don't use Urias in the eighth inning in game two and let him blow the game. And later the Dodgers get walked off again. So that's our second lesson. Yeah. Because the one point on one addition to that is, do you really need to use uh, Vesia in the fifth inning? Could you have brought in Brule there or whatever just to gap it or something along right. those lines, right? Save Vessia for your lefty matchups later in the game because mm-hmm. you know he's been really good, right? Yeah, most yep, 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 yep. So anyway, um, that's – yeah. So there we go. That Where was Victor the- Gonzalez in this whole postseason? Like, was he injured? I uh, don't know. I don't know. Anyway, okay. We'll address that after we get through the rest of this chart. Yeah. All right. So the series so- on October 19th, the series comes back to LA and it's going to be a Bueller start. Right. And now Bueller uh, has plenty of rest, right? He hasn't pitched for like six days. He last pitched on October 12th and he's coming back and pitching on the 19th. So he's had a full week. Yeah. And cause he, he was short 
on his front, you know, he had three days yeah, off yeah, for yeah. the first time. So they're they're like, okay, now we're gonna use Bueller. Okay. So in a game that the Dodgers win, this was a shit show. Yeah, exactly. Because he gets rocked. He's out after three and a th- and two thirds. He's out of there. Yeah. Three so, walks. Three walks. Uh, six hits, only two earned runs, but four runs. Yeah. Um, so uh yeah, tough outing for your boy Bueller. Right. And, and I don't think we can blame this on any short rest usage. He just didn't look good. No, he didn't look good, but but you could you could uh you know, look at other things too. How did they really look at Scherzer on game two, right? If you really want to deep dive, was Scherzer really ready for game two? And if they, if Bueller could have pitched game two, right? Cause he mm. was well rested. So, and on more normal rest where Scherzer, you could have extended him further, let him get back to LA. It gives him a full five days off. You know, see yeah, you, Bu- they could have used Bueller in game two. That's right. On regular rest. Exactly. Especially if Scherzer's complaining of a dead arm. Yes. Yeah. They made a mistake there. Okay. Um, so that's takeaway number two. That's don't, takeaway number three. Don't push Bueller <laughs> back. That's takeaway number three. Push, let Bueller start on his regular rest. Push Scherzer back even further because he's got a dead arm. And because he's not on his regular rest also, even on that game two, he's still only um, three games out from pitch and relief. Right. So, it, yeah, it's, it's, it's this wombo combo, right? So wombo then, combo, three games out from pitching relief. Yeah, and so then, I think that's right. Let me make sure I'm yeah, not. Yeah, it's bullshit. close enough. All right, um, so the, yeah. Dodgers, the Dodgers get this game. This is the... Actually, two, actually two games. Two, he had two days off, sorry. The Dodgers get this game. This is the Cody Bellinger three-run homer yeah. to tie the game and the Mookie Betts RBI to win the game. So the Dodgers get back into the series with a win on October 19th. And now it's two to one going into the Wednesday night game. Um, and the uh, Dodgers go with Urias again. Right. So, so now, now, they're, now they, 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 they squeak out the win in game three, right? Great mm-hmm. comeback. They do all the right things that the Dodgers can do. And, um, and then they start Urias. Now Urias is starting the game. And now how many days does he have off? He's got three. He pitched on the 17th in relief and now he's starting on the 20th. So he's had yeah. three. It's been two rest days, two rest days. Exactly. I mean, it, and, and, you know, it's like, should they have started Gonsolin and tried well, to see how much, I mean, he didn't do very well in this game either. But yeah, I mean they had no they had nothing, you know? Like, yeah. Actually, they were probably hoping that Urias, being a younger guy, would bounce back from doing this whole throw day right. uh bullpen day uh relief session. Even though he got lit up, they're figuring that Urias will battle back and have a good start for us. Well, tell us what happened, Kevin. Yeah, he gets shellacked. Eight hits, five earned runs, two walks. Three home runs. Three home Woo! Runs. Braves win nine to two. I think that was Rosario's first four hit game. <laughs> Brutal, man. This was and, every Dodgers fan around me in my orbit said Dodgers are going to even up the series tonight. They right. just they just knew it. Okay. Well, it, it, and Dodger there was actual smugness. Yeah. There was actual smugness 
smugness. Smug. <laughs> Smaug. Smaug. There was smugness. The, the Dodgers fans were like, we're going to the game. It's going to be great. My seats are in reserve level 11, row O, sec, seats six and seven. I'm going to watch the game. I'm going to eat two Dodger dogs. I'm going to drink a Modelo. I'm going to be happy as a clam. And I'm just going to watch my guys, even the series, and get the you know world right. back how it's supposed to be. And right. there was smugness. And yes. They didn't know that their boy Urias was broken. Yeah. No, exactly. Exactly. He'd been and and that's and this is the other thing we'll, we have to just take one step back is like Scherzer never pitches again after game 2. Right? He's done. He Wendy and I were at the vegan um food food fest at Boomtown Brewing. This is that game where I posted the Instagram story of me and the Boston hat saying, today's my last day that I have to wear a Boston hat. Right. And uh, so we were watching this game in public, surrounded by Dodgers fans. And there was just like, groan, groan. Oh, yeah. the Dodgers have some base runners. We, got, we, we brought the score to five to two. We're coming back. And then, uh, uh, no, yeah. they and, didn't score and, any more runs. And uh, you got to remember, this is a fan base that boos their own team. There's nothing wrong with that. Stop. No. That's a big, I boo my no, no. I, I mean, I, I'm not saying that there's anything wrong. I'm just saying that's what they do. And that's what they did during this year. Okay. So they are ready. They're skeptical. Like the Dodgers are a New York team and New York teams boo bad performance. Never heard of boo from the New York giants franchise. You didn't um, go to the polo grounds. I'm sure there was booing. I don't know. I don't think so. Anyway, but so there you go, right? So they, they, they use Urias on short because, like you said, he's overworked now. Where you had this, this, this guy who was in pristine condition uh, at the start of this whole thing. Yeah. And within a week, they've like, you know, week and a half, they've broken the guy down, right? They've, I'd like to get an answer to this, and there may not ever be a way to get the answer to this. Yeah. Problem with Urias in this start. Mental confidence, you, you know, you got lit up and kind of blew the game, game two, or is the problem physical? Were you tired? Were you um, not loose? You know, like what, what, uh, what was your problem in this start? Was it mental or physical? Yeah, I mean, you're right. I don't know. But I, all I know is that they, they herky jerked him around. That, yep. you know, he pitched two sparkling games at the start of this little day trip that we're doing okay and, quick aside quick aside. yeah who's your favorite dodgers pitcher go joe kelly david price come on <laughs> someone who pitched in the games ah uh, i don't know i don't know i kind of you know the guy who i think is is interesting is Vessia. He, he seems mm, okay. That's he, a boring seems, answer. My seems, answer is Gratterall. I love his, his whole shtick. Well, good thing you mentioned him because he took a loss there. Um, so. Okay. So Urias chokes it up and the Dodgers are down three games to one. Yeah. And the Dodger fan base is aghast. They don't know what to do. The people yeah. at my office are going, what the fuck? This is not yeah. how we saw it going. Um, and and then, probably Dave Roberts is thinking the same thing. And what then did they go, do that day? What did they do for that game? Bullpen game. 
it's, but remember who they 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 go. We're gonna go with Joe Kelly, and they bring out Joe Kelly. He was in. He got injured. You can't. You can't no, look no, at no. Kelly's I, I know, performance. But, but but no, he gets injured. But did he start any games all year long? I don't think so. Yeah. So can the injury be tied to to warming up for a start? Maybe. Who knows? Um, I doubt it. I think uh, he just. I think it just wear and tear. Oh, uh, I, I, I still think I think the key to baseball is players should know what their position is. They should know things. They shouldn't be herky jerked around. And mm. this whole that's a bigger process. bigger conversation. But anyway, anyway this but, game goes: Joe Kelly, goes, Phillips, Vessia, Gratterall for two, yeah. Tryonen for two, Knable and Jansen. Yep, they don't give up any runs from innings two to nine. Yeah, um, emo, incredible emo game. Phillips. The Dodgers just emo walked. emo Phillips came in and pitched a solid. Emo 1. Phillips, 1. Get, emo Phillips gets the win. Emo um, Phillips, that emo's an old. He's an old comedian. And uh, spoiler alert: um, this was a bullpen game, so they didn't use any starters in relief. No, nope. no, they were just uh, grinding it out. Yep. And then the Dodgers win game five to bring the series to three to two. Right. Um, all so Dodgers yesterday. fans thought that they would be ahead three to two at this point. They're behind three to two. They fly across country again. They're like, who are we going to start? Is it going to be Scherzer or Bueller? They say it's going to be Scherzer. That's right. And Scherzer opts out. He says, I can't do it. Um, he, they've, they've totally crashed the Ferrari, as you said. Yeah. Um, so they have to go with Bueller, um, who. Bueller, Bueller wants to do it. Bueller says, I can do it. Right. Coming off one of the worst starts of the season for Bueller. Bueller's like, I'm going to do it. We're like, yeah, you're going to do it. You're still Walker Bueller. Okay. Go out there and do it. On three days rest. So this is the, the game is on the 23rd. His last pitch was on the 19th. So yeah, three days rest instead of full rest. Three days rest plus travel across the country. Now this is a reminder. A lot of times when people start, uh, games they'll send uh, and they're traveling they'll send the pitcher ahead right so he gets a good night's sleep i don't think bueller took a flight early to atlanta so um, i think they traveled on the off day yeah exactly so so there you go and that brings us to last night and there they leave they leave him in the throw the rosario the first of all they pitched a rosario which was i don't care who's on the mound who the hell's pitching the rosario at that point right Mm. Let alone the guy on three days short. They were so again. smart to. They were so smart to, um, put Rosario in the leadoff spot and then put Freddie Freeman right after him because then you got lefty lefty. Here's an occasion where, here's an occasion where, um, you know the it's not all about uh you know going lefty righty lefty righty. The fact that you had two lefties. You couldn't walk Rosario to get to a righty. You walk Rosario, you got Freddie Freeman coming up next, also a lefty. So, um, you know, you didn't have that get out of jail free. Like, okay, put him on, load the bases, and we'll go after a righty. No, Freddie's also lefty. So, you know, they, they were in fear of him as well. So they really had no, they really had no choice. And I guess it's better to let Rosario homer off for you and a three run homer than to let Freddie Freeman hit a grand slam. I guess so. But the, I, I think they're one of the big things that was overarching there. They didn't want to go to their bullpen at that point because Bueller was leading off the next inning. And I think they wanted yeah. to pinch hit for him and they didn't want to do a double switch. 
because as you've stated all along, their, their bench is trash, their backup players. So they don't want to use, do, you know, bringing two players for one kind of deal. So um, yeah, it, 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 it totally, and this is it, right? Like the rest of that game, they had a bit of a kerfunkle with uh, when they brought in Vasia to, to, for, you know, Gratterall who hadn't given, put anyone on, but, but no run scored the rest of that game. That's it. Rosario's three run homer. They win four, two. So the, the thing here is that the giant, the Dodgers starting pitching was so screwed with and so messed up. They took the brunt of all of this and they, they, they created because the bullpen, the bullpen didn't collapse at any point really for the Dodgers, no, you know, no. um, there were very few like garbage outings from any of the bullpen. Yep. It was I mean, the starters being used. It was the starters being used in relief or the starters starting yeah. af- after being used in relief that caused the problems. Correct. Yep. Um, and, and, and just the and, position they put themselves in with using Scherzer in relief in game five against the Giants. Now, could right. they have double switched right there um, t- for Rosario? Okay, so we've looked at the Dodger bench. And yes, we say Souza is no good. Beatty is trash. You know, like, I mean, that's hard. That's a little harsh, right? Well, they uh, these brought- guys are they're quality players. And I don't mean to say that they're trash, but they're, they're not like defensive wizards. They're not, um, they're not like dangerous bats is all I'm saying. I'm not saying well, they're trash, but they're, they're so if you're going to double switch last night, okay, mm-hmm. you've got Bueller coming up second the next inning, okay? So the one guy you might have double switched for, Beatty, um, he's, he's hitting eighth. So he's due up. So you're not going to double switch Beatty. Because he his spot is due up next, so you ha- would have had to double switch Betts, Corey Seager, Trey Turner, Will Smith, Chris Taylor, Bellinger, or Pollock. Those three guys, those six guys, or whatever, um, those are all your hitters that are hitting really well, and they're playing. Uh, they're they're decent defenders all around, so you're not going to double switch any of them. So um, they were really in a spot. They would have had to just bring in Vesia there. Have Vesia get Rosario out and then pinch it for him immediately. Well, what they actually did, though, was they, they pinched it for in, in the top of the fifth. After they left Bueller in there to finish it, they pinch hit for Beatty with Pujols. Right. And they pinch hit for Bueller with Burns. So... There, there's lots of things they could have done there. Because my question, what would is, you have done? Well, what what, what position does Lux? Uh, well, he's play? a second baseman, but he also plays outfield. Could he play third base? Can someone he, play third base? I don't think he's ever played third base, but I see where you're going with this. Bring Lux and, in, let him play third base, and move Chris Taylor to the outfield or whatever. Yeah, I mean, there's 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 you get Lux get Lux in the mit, in the mix to hit coming up right and um and you can do all your switches you're pinch hitting anyway for pollock no but you're bringing lux in on a double switch who are you taking out well i would have taken out um i would have i would have maneuvered around with pollock 
Um, I would have, I would have taken Chris Taylor, moved him to the outfield, yeah, you know, and then kind of get Lux in there. If Lux can play third, I don't know if that's a question, but can Seager or Turner play third or whatever? I try to remember that Pollock hit two home runs in the game previously and was two for four in this game. Yeah, no, yeah, I, I, or somebody, but I'm just saying there's, there's something they could have done there, even a shift with, um, with Bellinger at first, you know, there's, there's a few things they could have done there. Um, I don't think so. The only thing they could have done is change the pitcher, brought in Vessia thinking he's going to have a better shot against a left-handed batter or God forbid, two left-handed batters uh, than, than Bueller would have. Right. But what if, what if you're pinch hitting for the first baseman anyway, the next inning, it comes out, right? So you could have made a switch there, put the pitcher in the first spot and just say, hey, Vessi's going to come in and get this one out. We're just going to use him and then pinch hit for him. I like the pinch hitting of Pujols for Beatty because he pinch hits and then he stays in to play defense. Um, but but what, if, what if you bring in, what if you do it this way? You, you, you swap in Lux, right? Let's say Lux can play one of the infield positions or even center, put him back in center field, bring, bring uh, Bellinger over the first, take Beatty out, sure, sure. put the pitcher in that number one slot, bring in Vestia anyway, and then, and then just uh, pinch hit for him with pools. I mean, you okay. can, you can, you know, see what I'm saying? There's, there's At that point, it doesn't for- matter if Pujols or Burns are in the eighth or ninth spot. It doesn't yeah, matter. Exactly. Um, yeah. I guess, yeah, let Burns go up there first and then let, let Pujols hit with potentially a runner on yeah. if he gets on. But Burns, I, 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 Burns is one of these guys. When I look at this lineup, I look at Souza, I look at Burns, I look at Beatty. These are AAA guys. Yeah, I, I think <laughs> I think the most important part here with the whole discussion is Rosario. Rosario was hitting amazing, and they pitched to him at runners at second and third, and they didn't make any attempt to change it up, put a different pitcher in there you know, a lefty against him or whatever. They this didn't. is an elimination. They didn't manage like an el- it was an elimination game. Right. Okay. Yep. So Bueller's been getting knocked around. He walked three, seven hits. Uh, he, he didn't he look, bad. he didn't look sharp enough to pitch in this clutch situation against Eddie Rosario, who'd been like red hot the entire series. Yeah. So that's the fifth takeaway is should have gone to the bullpen and bailed Bueller out. Yeah, they should have they should have taken Bueller out of that situation, cut your losses, bring in some, you know, even if you bring in a lefty to pitch to Rosario, bring in Vesia uh, there, that would be a good move, I think. Bring him in, even though later I know he walked three guys. But but you th- that would be the strategy. You bring him in if he's – and you could even kind of pitch around Rosario. And I know Freeman's up next. But you try something with Rosario, you know, make him chase something. If he doesn't chase it, then just put him on and then go after Freeman, you know. Yeah. But I, I, again, they, they were, I think they were just the whole series going into the Giant series, they were, they, they outsmarted themselves. Like they could they have used Urias in relief? No. <laughs> Triple no. down on it. Yeah. No, the, the whole thing is just and and I didn't read that article you sent me yet uh, about some people discussing it, but I don't think anyone's discussed it to this level yet. I haven't seen. Well, no, they the asked person- Dave Roberts. They asked Dave Roberts, "What about using Scherzer in Game Five against the Giants?" And he said, "If you could guarantee me 
that we could have gotten that win without using Scherzer. Obviously, I'd like to go back and do it differently. So Dave Roberts saw the error of his ways, and obviously there's no guarantees, but I think you had plenty of bullpen options still left yeah. in that game five. Are they Max Scherzer? No, but I don't think you have to be. I mean, I, it just shows the, the terror that the Dodgers had for the Giants. You know, they were in, they were in hostile territory. The Giants had been handling them all season. Like, yeah. you know, the, the Giants or the Dodgers feared a walk-off. So they're like, we have to go with the best pitcher in baseball, even if this screws us for the rest yeah. of the postseason. Yeah. And it, it clearly did. Yeah. So I guess they were like, well, if, even if we don't win the AL or the NLCS, at least we got past the, the Giants. So they can't hold this over us for the next 130 years or whatever it is. Like, right. It well, was worth it to them to win that game. I, and and I, and I'm not, I'm not doubting that. I mean, I'm doubting this. I, the, like I always said, the, the one that I'm really doubting is Urias not starting that game. I thought that was just, that was where they got really cute and clever. Yeah. And, yeah. and, and that triggered a lot of stuff just like after the, the using him in relief. How the hell do they use Urias in the relief on the game on Sunday? Game two. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. Like, like he got what? double fucked with. Yeah. And it's like, what do you, I mean, you're just putting people in a position to lose. You're not to putting... paraphrase um, Trevor Plouffe. What is you doing, baby? <laughs> and, and the only guy who I heard nationally who was on this case the whole time was Pedro Martinez. Mm-hmm. And he was saying, he kept on referring to him as the analytics department. <laughs> the analytics department is going to really have to figure out and who takes the blame for this because, right. because they really, they really came up with some hair and who knows? I mean, I, I don't know how that process is. I mean, they use the wrong guy in the wrong game. Yep. At the wrong time. And um, yeah, it's just, it, but it, it's, it's unbelievable that you can, you can have this team that's so well oiled and so well powered. And, you know, no one's doubting the Dodgers have the most talent of any team in, in baseball. Right. Um, I mean, giants were able to beat them, but they beat them in a whole other thing, which is a different podcast, but um, it, it's unbelievable that they, they freaked out and they, they lost, they lost their focus and they, they, yeah. because these decisions aren't made by one person. These are group think efforts. Right. And the group think, I mean, this is just like, can you, can I call you right back? I've got a situation here. Hello. Hey, all right. So let's wrap this up. Let's wrap this. Okay. So, because um, I, no. I have a, I have a subtopic once we wrap this up. First of all, okay. great job on the chart. The chart was crystal clear. I loved going through it day by day with you. And I think we pinpointed about four or five moments when the Dodgers just really screwed the pooch, if I may borrow an expression. Um, what, what's your takeaway after this, this review? Yeah, no, exactly. I mean, it just it it just seemed that they couldn't they couldn't see the big picture. You know what I mean? They were always looking at this little little thing that they thought they had. Oh, we're going to tweak it this way, and this will be great. But they they kind of lost focus of what the whole thing is all about, and I think it came back to bite them. And they did this sort of 
unnecessarily. They were Correct. never in a position where this was their only option. These are all self-inflicted wounds. Yes. This is yeah. friendly fire. I know <laughs> Something like that. Those, yeah, whatever the analogy is. Okay, now let me ask you this, okay? Okay. Um, I want to look at baseball from, you know, the whole like expression, like 10,000 feet, like yeah. down to the, like whatever. Like, or whatever. Yeah. yeah. So like, if you're going to zoom in on baseball um, from the furthest away, which the furthest away I'll say is like, a, <laughs> Wendy was like me, <laughs> no, the furthest, <laughs> the, the biggest unit of measurement I'll say is like a single team's competitive window from when, you know, when they start bringing up their prospects to the majors, like for the Yankees, let's say 2016. So like a generation, like a team's generation, like okay. let's say that's the biggest unit of measurement. We could say the life of an entire team, but that's really too big to even measure. So let's just say a competitive, a single competitive window for any franchise. Then you go down to a single season. Then you go down to a month. Okay. Then you go down to a, a week, a series, a game, mm-hmm. an inning, an at bat, a pitch, a pitch. And then if you want to even zoom in, like go a quantum realm on a pitch, you're talking velo, spin rate, uh, you know, where it's thrown, like uh, release point, tunneling. Like you could try also strategy as well. Like these are all meetings before. Right. Well, there's all of these have strategy. There's a strategy to each of these. So, um, you know, I don't, I don't want to like necessarily examine the Dodgers uh, on every one of these levels, but obviously like quote unquote mistakes were made, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, And some of these teams pay bigger, uh, bigger um prices they pay a bigger price than the dodgers will because they have a longer competitive window but like i think you could say they threw this season away i think they yeah i think i think not the season but yeah they they threw they They threw threw this season away Yeah, yeah they threw the playoffs away because because again i it does go back to this it's because they're reacting to the Giants, and um, and it, they they felt they had to do all these things, like you said earlier. Um, in that game five, they were all had all their machines ready to go. Which the Giants and and if you watch the Giants post season interview with Gabe, our press conference with Anxiety, the they kind of mentioned the same thing for themselves that you know they had they brought in Gaussman to pitch closed you know to keep the game where it was one run and they also had wood warming up in the bullpen so mm. they they were prepared to to fire all cannons you know what i mean um to win that game uh but i just feel like i feel like the dodgers it was almost it was almost a gimmick it was almost a gimmick and that's that's the part that i think troubled me immediately when they brought him in that game and I was there at that game. And I think I, I texted you or something. I, I, cause you were like, Hey, are they going to use Jansen for two innings? And then all yeah, of a sudden yeah, yeah, yeah. we realized, nope. So anyway, yeah, I think, I think, um, I think there you go. I mean, I think, I think they just kind of, um, 
they kind of what's the word you use all the time? They clonked it or whatever. They chonked it. Chonked it. Yeah. So. Yeah. Well, but, thank but you. You can't. You can't imagine though that with all those people and all those you know baseball minds focused on it. How come our baseball minds can focus on it and know. see something a little hindsight bit different? Is, well, I no, know hindsight no, is twenty twenty, but we were saying it before the exactly. game. Exactly. We were saying it live, but you know, like <laughs> last night last night you and I were actually saying, like, what do we think of this pitching change? And you were yeah. like, Don't like it. And I was like, Don't like it. Gratterall was was doing I mean, Just the Dodgers were already fine. down, but like yeah. but like we were like Gratterall was cruising. Why are they doing this? So yeah. you if you are going to raise an objection to something, you have to get it on paper. You have to yeah. get it down before it blows up in their face so that you can't, you can't just be, I knew this was going to be bad. I think me and you have probably, I think it's five or six post seasons of texts that <laughs> probably we can, we can align up time-wise to a lot of these yeah. games that we've seen. Because, you know, that was, that was always our thing is that we, you know, October, it was like, whoa, here we go strap you know strap in because yeah. there's going to be some some crazy baseball and we've seen a lot of crazy and we know postseason is different and we know and, and well yeah it, it's it, it needs everything's to be... magnified yeah this is, and... this is the other thing i was going to bring up to you yeah is like your theory of every postseason at bat is magnified is like a regular season game every postseason inning right. is like a regular series a regular season series yeah um so it's like everything is magnified yeah every every little thing can trigger something else that can trigger something else and and it really um it's crazy because if you if you start that triggering process uh you 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 lose control of the situation i thought the this one last note on this these games same thing was that all these games that the dodgers played none of them went in I know it was weird because has I, there been an extra inning game? And in, I think there was one extra inning game in this entire postseason. There was, I think there was at least one somewhere. Cause I remember they said, Oh, no one's going to be starting at second base. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I can't remember what it was. I forget who that was. Now, but I think um, was, okay. So brewery. tomorrow we'll talk with Dave and yeah. we'll get um, some live reactions. Maybe Sasha can join as well, but thanks for doing the work, digging in, getting your hands dirty, creating the chart for us to, to go through game by game and, and really sort of back up what we've been feeling has been going yeah. on. So thanks for that. And uh, looking forward to talking to you tomorrow uh, about just the, the, the games in general and the world series preview. Yep. No, it's a crazy, uh, crazy matchup. Exactly. All right, boss. Okay. All right. Thanks Have again. a good day. Okay. okay. Bye-bye, bye bye everyone.